What's going on with you guys? You know who it is. It's your boy John Mike, and uh, back again. Uh, you know, musician Mondays. It's no, you know what we do. If you've been listening for any point of time, uh, you know exactly what this is all about. If you clicked on it and just looked at the title, you know exactly what it's about. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's it's you know it's, the weekend is over. It's Monday. Uh, you know how it is in the musician life. I call it the week begin. I don't even call it the weekend anymore because most of us as musicians in the musician world, our week begins on Friday. You know what I'm saying? That's that's when it gets kicked off. That's when we're going out. If you, no matter what genre you're playing in, what style of music you play, you whether you're going out and playing in bars or playing at, the, at different venues for different artists or traveling over here, traveling over there. And then, you know, for my church musicians and stuff, you know, Sunday is just where it happens. It's just where it happens. So Monday is typically that day when you kick back your feet and you say, you know, it's a good weekend. Maybe you're on your way to your job, your 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 nine to five, maybe you got a nine to five and you're in there or taking a break or whatever. But but Monday is the recoup day from the weekend. So we try to just take this opportunity to put some knowledge in you. So today I'm here with my brother from another mother, none other than the right reverend, uh, the, the apostle prelate, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> Terrence Ruffin, everybody give it up for Ruffin, everybody give it up for Ruffin. Not, not, not David Ruffin from Temptations, no, not, not, not that Ruffin, you know, uh, but Terrence Ruffin. Hilarious. But Terrence Ruffin. So, uh, Terrence, I'm going to let you get, I'm going to give you the 15 seconds of fame. What I want you to do is take uh, a few seconds for those who may be listening that just don't know who you are, where you're from, and what you do, and, you know, some of your credits and all of those things. Kind of uh, hip the people to, to who Terrence Ruffin is. Well, first of all, John, man, thank you for this opportunity. Absolutely. To be a part of uh, Musician Mondays. I'm Terrence Ruffin. A real low-key guy. Um, I'm the musical director at a church in Beaumont, Texas. Mm-hmm. And the Missionary Baptist Church. Oh, you got to say pastors, missionary. <laughs> you right, but ain't nothing missionary about them. <laughs> you got, but you got to say, if you don't say Missionary Baptist Church, they don't They don't know. You just say Antioch. Yeah. Absolutely. You got to say the whole name. Antioch Missionary Baptist Missionary. Missionary. <laughs> y'all, y'all Baptist on a mission. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, man. So uh, the pastor is Pastor John Adolph, who is a phenomenon phenomenon of a guy and of a preacher who's uh, mm-hmm. kind of world-renowned. And nice. minister of music at the church name is um, uh, Dr. Major Goldman. He's a mm-hmm. he's a, he's a a phenomenon in and of himself. Wow. Uh, down in Beaumont, Texas. I live in Houston, Texas. So um, my love for ministry and for this church is really great because I drive literally wow. every Sunday an hour and a half. That's all I was about to say, man. That's a commute right there, bro. Yeah, that's a commute, man. That's love. Hour and a half, man. But uh, you know, my my thing is it's an assignment, but it's a great place to be. Yeah. Um spiritually. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just about about the check. Yeah. And you know, I've done some production stuff with uh let's see, Sean McLemore, mm-hmm. Zebulon Ellis, mm-hmm. Byron Williams, uh Jesus, who else? Uh, look, cat in Houston named Cedric Ballard, the cat named uh, Harmon West. Okay, all their music is on iTunes. So, uh, and I've, you know, played played on a couple of couple of other records. Uh, the Louisiana State Full Gospel Baptist Church record was one of the records that I was 
yeah. privilege to be a part of. Yeah. Uh, record entitled His Name is Jesus. It didn't get a whole lot of play like it should have, but it was a record literally yeah. that you can go from start to finish and not have to skip in between uh, anything. That's of a course, mark of a good record. Paul that's more presented it. Yeah. Um, but some of the stuff that I can't even remember that I've done, you know, that I'm just I'm just grateful, honestly, just grateful to be a servant. Yeah. And just grateful that people, you know, love what, what I bring to the table and what I do. And, uh, you know, just, just for the glory and the honor, the honor of, of, of Jesus. That's the center focus. That's the centerpiece yeah. of it all. Uh, yeah. For God to get the glory and for him to get the praise. Yeah. Well, you can't leave out Dr. Marvin Sapp now. You well, you know, I, I guess I don't look I don't look at him as somebody I play for or work for because he's literally been a part of my family for yeah. some 30 years. Wow. Um, so I, I do have the privilege of traveling the world, not just the country, but the world with yeah. uh, Mr. Marvin L. Sapp. Um, had a chance to play on uh, one of his records yeah. with the production skills of the Aaron Lynch. Yeah, yeah um, man. I definitely was excited about that. It was a, it was a, uh, a learning process, a learning curve, and I, I just took it in. I was just glad to be a part of. It. Yeah, See, um, yeah, that, that's 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 a major accomplishment, though, man. I mean, that, that's, and and I know that's where a lot of cats know you from. So I wanted to make sure you. You got that in there, you know. I'm pretty sure if they, the people that follow you and, and keep up with you, they probably like, he ain't say nothing about Marvin Sapp. How come he ain't say nothing about Sapp? He, you know, he played for Sapp. He trying to be, he, he doing the ego, being being fake, humble. Look at him. And he, you know, <laughs> I don't. Honestly, but no, I get people, it though. Yeah. People ask me how is it playing for for Bishop, and I'm like, it's no big deal because I don't look at him as an employer. I don't yeah. look at him. You know, just as somebody I I just accompany, he's he's more he's more family uh, to me than anything. Yeah. And I approach I approach being with him um as such. There you and, go. You know, I think some of us don't don't understand that even in ministry that our assignments are more than just, just to sit out at a keyboard or sit out at a drum. Come set. on. You know, you, you buy into this. Yeah. And um and see, you, that, know, you that, do that's... all you can to protect. Yeah, see, that's that's a lot of what I want to get into today. And, you know, those of you who may have clicked on the title and kind of got kind of drawn in, got curious about what we're talking about, you know, uh, and it's Dear Young Musician. Uh, and and I, I I this is one of the things I love about about Terrence, you know, is is his heart towards really um, impacting and trying to help people and trying to um, really help. Um, what we call the young musicians, because there's, there's, you, and you, me, and you have talked about this before on, on numerous occasions. There's always been this, 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 this disconnect from this generation, our generation of musicians uh, and, and church musicians and ministers and music organists, whatever you, wherever you fall in that category, um, right. and the new generation, the new, uh, the new school that's kind of coming in, the new uh, up and comings that's coming in and, and that, you know, the, the skill, skill level um, on, on this generation that's coming up is just bananas. I mean, these guys, the way I, I was telling, uh, I was telling one of my other buddies on another podcast we were recording and I, and I said this statement, I said, man, there's, there's, and it, these, these little kids, man, that I, I, you know, church, I'm playing that and the area I'm playing in now, man, I'm running across these 18, 19 year old, kids 20 year old kids man i call them kids because in my mind you know their mind they're grown men you're old enough to be their daddy yeah but you looking like yeah man i could be your daddy man 
And these kids, man, you running around, you come to these kids, and they be playing stuff, and you be like, like how did you hear that? Yeah. And you be, and then you say to yourself, this is what I told my boy. I, I said, you listen to him, you be like, yeah, yeah, I, I could do that, but, but I, don't, I just don't feel like it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't feel like it right now. You know, I could do that. But I, I just don't feel like sitting down and dissecting all that stuff. But they, that, that it's just amazing. But what they, but what we find is a lot of times is that while they, they may have, you know, because they, they pick up a lot of this stuff from, of course, you know, what they, they pick up a lot of it from, um, uh, from, um, uh, they pick up a lot of it from, uh, from you know, watching other musicians play and YouTube videos, of course, other social media stuff. They pick up a lot and shedding and doing all that. While they pick up the skills, a lot of times they don't pick up the the the, the other things that are really important, which is the the character and the integrity and um, you know all of those what I call intangible things. Absolutely, uh, that they that they that they just they they don't pick up. They pick up the skills, the the the, the chords, the progressions. But there's some other things that they're not that they're leaving on the table, like the character and the integrity and all of that. So, um, uh, but you started a thing, and I'm, I'm not sure at what point you started it, but I, I I know it's I know I've seen it a lot this year, you know. And you do this, dear young musician, mm-hmm. and then you follow you follow it up with um, a, a tidbit of wisdom on how to help them with all all sorts of manner of things that you learned. And I think, and that's really the whole reason I, I, I'm doing the podcast. It's just to get information to us as musicians, so we don't, so guys don't fall in, and gals don't fall into some of these pitfalls that a lot of us have fell into over the years. Absolutely, it's giving, it's, it's 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 another way of mentoring. It's another way of reaching down and 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 and, and bridging that gap between you know young. You know, we've done podcasts on musicians and money, talking about how to how to handle this money that you're getting. You know, how to how to how to, you know, now when you get 35, 36, 40 years old and you had a full career in music, you've managed your money well and you you can retire or you can do whatever. You know what I mean? After the gigs, after the, the tours stop calling and all of that stuff. Right. We talked about musicians and health and uh, musicians and life insurance and and, and and all kind of things that we need. So, you know, I want to that, that's just my heart right now in this year is really like to help musicians really live their best life. So. With that said, all that rambling, let's let's dig into the heart of the matter. What, what? Give me some points. Give me some dear young musicians. What, what? You know, what? Where you kind of at with that? Some of the stuff that you shared. Just share a few points that you kind of that you would say are your your best kind of well, tags. The the whole the whole um, dear young musician episode. I guess if that's what you want to call it. Yeah. It came out of, it comes, and I can't say it came, but it it consistently comes out of my personal um, lessons that I've had to learn over the 34 years of being a part of music and being a part of ministry. And I told God, I said, God, if you allow me to ever achieve anything that some will call success, that I would never, you know, put, put, put people away when I can, when I can take my time to help them. So, you know, growing up being a grown man with kids, myself and the family, myself, now God reminded me of what I said some years ago. Uh So from that point came Dear Young Musician. So literally I went back every time a thought came back to my mind of a lesson that I learned growing up. 
Yeah. I hurry up and put it down. Um, yeah. And some of them are life lessons, and some of them are paired with uh, with biblical principle. Yeah, um, they are. Like one of them, one of them was about maximizing your field um, yeah. and appreciating your field. You know, I remember when that you one. look at uh, the whole story of David. Um, David had to appreciate playing his instrument to the sheep before uh-huh. he can. Before he was already anointed, even learning, but his yeah. anointing hadn't fully come to fruition yet. So what he had to do in the field was he had to make sure that he took time, even though he was a man of war uh-huh. from a young age, even though he was a man of war from a young age, he still had to prioritize and take out time to, 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 to work on this craft as a musician exactly. that prepared him to go into the palace and played to the point where evil spirits was driven out of, of kings. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So he was happy in the field doing what he doing what he was doing, learning 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 musicianship, learning yep. art of, you know even learning the art of war, even learning the art of worship. Because see, David wasn't just a musician. We all we all he was a king. We all know that. Yeah, he wasn't just a musician, but he was a man of worship, and he was uh-huh. a man of war. Uh-huh. You know. But how, I think the dope part that you said, yeah, oh, about a young boy who's in the field comes to challenge a man that's ten times his size and defeats right. him. That's crazy. And the dope part about what you said is, is what what I kind of gathered out of that is that everything that David became was learned in the field. Was learned it in was, the field. It, it wasn't that he was. He he wasn't opportunity wasn't just thrown on him. I mean, when even when the opportunity was presented to him, I'll say it that way. Uh, he was prepared for it, right? Uh, because he trained for it way back then. You know, it was it was at the lower level that he trained and was prepared for the big bigger level. That's where he developed his character. That's where he developed his strength. Absolutely. That's where he developed his integrity. That's where he developed his heart for God. It was all developed in the field. Um, and I think, like you said, a lot of musicians miss that concept. They miss that that level, of, that place of development. You know, they they go, they run straight for the big stage. They run straight for the big tours, straight for the big artists, straight for anything big. And you know, it's like that scripture that says, "Don't despise uh, small beginnings." Yeah. Yeah. But they 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 run so quickly. You know, at the at the opportunity, and a lot of times they they aren't prepared for. It. So that's why you see them pop up here and there. That's why the turnover rates are so high with, you know, artists. And that's in any field. They didn't just talk about gospel. That's just, that's in, I, I see, I see a lot of artists just, just kind of turning over musicians really quick. And I see, I meet a lot of guys that got put on gigs that, that aren't on gigs anymore. And I'm like, what happened? Well, bro. And it's always the artist's fault, but they never own up to anything that they did. But I think it all goes back to, like you said, that, that preparation uh, of, of character, Right. above anything else in the and David learned all of that in the field. Right. You know, even even, you know, teaching guys how, you know, everybody talks about God opens the door. You know, that uh-huh. no man can close and he'll close the door that no man can open. I get that. But you know, people don't understand even when the when the scripture says that uh your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. They don't uh-huh. understand that God opened the door to put your gift in the room. Uh-huh. But your, if your character is not in order, uh-huh. you go put yourself out, and they go close exactly. the door behind you. 
You know, mm-hmm. every, everybody, we, we, we shot and dance over a guy opening the door, but we don't understand that we have to do our part. Yeah. You know, just There's like responsibility. When you, yeah. when you look at the principle of the woman with the issue of blood, healing was within our reach. Mm-hmm. But if she had not had the strength or had the, the, the necessary things to put her in that position to reach, mm-hmm. she would have never yeah. received that healing, even though it was in her vicinity. Yeah, and, so, and, you, and you, yeah, and you have to, you have, and that's that's part of maturity is knowing, uh, when when the, and, you know, know, knowing when to go through those doors, and when I've there's been, and I'm pretty sure you can attest to some you've probably done over the years. There's been gigs and and opportunities and things that have been offered to me over the years, uh, uh, being a musician, uh, that I I had to have the maturity, even though it was a big opportunity. I had to have the maturity to right. turn it down Absolutely. because I knew I wasn't ready for it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and, and I think, you know, and, and I get it, you know, it, it's, it's sometimes it's, it, if you get opera and, and that's a hard thing, that's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of musicians, because I think, you know, of course our goal is like, we want to make, we, we want to make a living being a musician. We want to, you know, we want to do all of the big things. We want to play for the big artists and we want to do this. But if you aren't ready for that, and that's a hard pill to swallow for a lot, because like they want to take that opportunity. And our, sometimes our own, our own assertion of ourselves, our own viewpoint of ourselves is much bigger than what, what it actually is. Uh, and so I had, and, and, and how I was able to turn those, those, those gigs and those things down is because I had somebody, I had a spiritual father, I had a mentor, I had, a, I had someone that had enough, enough insight into who I was to look at me and tell me, you're not ready. Right. You right. know, and, and, and I had to be able to accept that and then go back humbly, go back to the opportunity that was presented and say, I'm not going to take it. Even though everything in my, within my, my, my personal self and my flesh, as we would say, wanted to just like grab hold to it and run with it, it would have destroyed. They, they had enough fortitude uh, to look at it now, look at where I was and say, you're not ready for it now. Uh, and, and I think that's the thing. It's, it's finding those, those people that can hold you accountable, that see things in you that you don't, even now at the level I am at now. Uh, I have I'm surrounded by people that see me right and and so when 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 I got an opportunity or when something presents itself just about any business opportunity because I, I get a lot of business opportunities presented to me in my field now because at the places I mean I'm always getting stuff left I'm pretty sure I'll get off this 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 podcast this recording and I'll open up my email and it'll be another opportunity somebody's asking me to do something or right. something or wants me to be a part of something but I have to be able to, I got people that are surrounded by me, by me and around me and above me that I can go to and be like, yo, so I just got this opportunity. Somebody just such and such just hit me up or so-and-so just hit me up or this company just hit me up. They, they, they offering this, they, they saying this, what you think about it? And I've had recently some people to say, nah, bro, I don't think you're ready for that. And now me, I've been a musician. I've been playing for twenty plus years. I done, I done, I mean, done some some really dope things and been a part of some really dope stuff. But I have to have that that humility to submit to it and say, you know what, bro, you know me better than anybody, or you 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 know some things about me and you know my character. Mm-hmm. I trust I trust what you say. If you think I don't, if you don't, if you think it'll be harmful to, to what I'm, you know, to to where I'm going. Or if it doesn't, you don't think it makes business sense for me right now, I trust your word. Well, here's, here's, here's the flip side of, of that, bro. Yeah, give me the flip side. 
And the, this is the problem with some, and I, I can't say all of the younger guys, mm-hmm. but you trust a lot of them trust the older the older guys when it's satisfying to them. Okay, but when it's something that's that's that they don't see that we're telling them to try to protect them. Mm-hmm. A lot of the young guys, and I've heard, I've heard some young guys even say this. Oh man, they hating on me. They hating on me. Exactly. They hating on me. Yeah. And I'm like, hating on you for what? The student, <laughs> you know, I don't care how great the student is, but the student will never be as great as the teacher because the teacher always got one hand up and it's called experience. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So some of the guys, and, and I, I, I can't, I can't yeah, take away from all, them all everything because some of the guys are intimidated. Some of the older guys are intimidated because they, they feel like, you know, these young guys are coming up and, mm-hmm. you know, they literally going to move us out the way. Well, oh yeah, you, you established yourself in, in multiple areas. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. me, I, mm-hmm. not to talk about myself because I'm not real good at that, but mm-hmm. for me, in the day that we live in, there's not many, many guys that can sing if they got to, that can teach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That can play various instruments mm-hmm. and do all of that at the same time if they do. So, mm-hmm. one thing that Marvin Sapp teaches us to do, those mm-hmm. who are in his camp, is to, mm-hmm. vers- to diversify ourselves. Exactly. And that's what that's what some of the young guys are missing. Like yeah. ne- next year, man, one one of my ventures is nothing to do with music. Wow. You know, yeah. me, See, me and one on, of my bro. older brothers are about to connect and do mm-hmm. some things to set up. My my kids, my nieces, mm-hmm. my nephews, mm-hmm. you know, so so we won't have to live from paycheck to paycheck or from hand office. You know, that's it. So that's the things that that's the things. And once I do it, I'm gonna hand it down to some of the other guys. Cause man, exactly. You know, what what we don't realize and understand that this stuff is seasonal, bro. It is like this stuff it is. is this stuff it is, is really seasonal. That music as a whole is. And 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 I, I was talking to another guy recently. And we was talking about just we was talking about business stuff, but but when we was talking, um, I made a statement to him, and then you know they kind of came to me in the moment. Um, he had made a statement, and it was a response to his statement. The statement he made is like he said, "Well, you know," and we was talking about a, a business opportunity, and he said, "Well, man, you could, you know, I, I see what you're doing. You know, you can you can kind of go in that area and do what you do." Right. Uh, but he said, but me personally, he said, I just, and I've heard this statement a million times. He said, I like to keep all my eggs in one basket, you know, and I got what he was saying. The point where he was saying is like, you know, I'm working everything within the sphere of what I am trying to make everything make sense. I get you trying to do multiple things, but I'm just trying to keep, get this one thing going, you know? And he said, so everything that I'm doing is kind of going into this one basket. Yeah. And, I, and I, and I, and I was like, okay, yeah, so I get you. And this, the statement, the response I gave to him was, I said, yeah, I said, I get putting all your eggs in one basket, but uh, what if you drop the basket? You know, if you drop the basket, all the eggs you got in there gonna break. So um, <laughs> I much <Right>. rather, <laughs> I would much rather have my uh, a few eggs in this basket, a couple in that one, and a couple in this one back here because if, if 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 I knock this basket over, if I drop this basket, if the basket rot in the hole and it rot a hole in it and the, and the eggs start falling out, I'm gonna lose all my eggs. You gonna lose so, all your eggs. Lose all my eggs, so I, I don't want to. I don't want to put I mean, all my eggs in one you, basket. Even when you deal with investment, man, they tell you it's not good to put all your money in one yeah. 
diversification is the name of the game. And so as musicians, we, we have to learn. And, and this is like one of, I think, another good point for for young musicians uh, to, to understand, because I see a lot of it. They they do put everything all in one one basket. So you have a young cat that gets a job at a church uh, and they make, you know, they're making five hundred dollars a Sunday. You, you know, that's like the staple in, mu- in the musician world. You hit five hundred plus a Sunday. You doing it. Right. You know, you, you make it some money. But let's let's break that down. That sounds like a lot of money, but it, it, and I'm not discounting. But at the same time, five hundred dollars a Sunday is only uh, basically two thousand dollars a month. You know, two two thousand dollars a and month. And that's if they ain't taking taxes. That's if they ain't taking taxes. So, but let's just say you get ten ninety nine, then you get five hundred cash a week, and uh, and and that's two k a month. You multiply two k a month times twelve months. That's only twenty what twenty five somewhere around twenty four, twenty four twenty four thousand a year. That's that's a little bit of that's a little bit above the poverty level, right? You know, depending on where you live, it is poverty level, right? You know, you know what I'm saying. And then, so, in some areas you live, it's good money. In some areas you live, it's good money, and in other in other areas, that's that's good money. But at the same time, two twenty twenty five thousand dollars a year. Now, if you're single, you're young, you ain't got no bills, you ain't got no yeah, that, that, you know, that's some pretty good that's some pretty good change. You can live off of that. But right. what it is is the function is as a, as as a younger musician or somebody who's just getting started and building a career in music. Uh, you need to be thinking 10, 15, 20 years out. I know it's difficult to do that. It's difficult to fathom that, but you got to have a plan. You got to be strategic. Uh, uh, dreams just don't come true. Uh, dreams have to have a strategy to, to, to come true. Yep. There has to be a strategic plan you, you put in place. And my dad used to always say, if God has a plan, you need to have one too. Absolutely. You know, and 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 these guys, and what happens is, you know, you got to be looking beyond just oh, that's that's five hundred a Sunday. You got to look beyond that and see that's twenty five thousand dollars a year. Okay, how how is that going to affect me if I only make twenty five thousand dollars a year for the next ten years? How does that affect me if I get married? If I have children? If I buy a house? If I get a mortgage? If I if I do this? If I want to move? How is this? If this is this twenty five thousand dollars a year going to lock me in? to you know this is all i can do or is this do i have a strategy or a plan to get beyond that you know into where because you, you're not going to be a millionaire if you say i want to be a millionaire i want to make i want to be a music millionaire i want to make all this money doing music you ain't gonna you ain't gonna you ain't gonna make a million dollars making twenty five thousand dollars a year it's you know how long it takes you to get to a million dollars making twenty five thousand dollars a year that's a long time you be absolutely. You be you being you be in retirement age, and that's 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 totally unfeasible because you know as a as you know as a you know we know you you got expenses, and there's no way that you're gonna you're gonna you know be able to save twenty five thousand dollars a year. So that I think that's something to kind of you know. I wish it was a way that we man. Life is not set up. I tell people all the time, man. You gotta make you gotta make the save because you life isn't set up to save. Exactly. There you go. You know the the way the way things are going now, man. Is everything you get in? They're trying to make it for you that everything you get in is everything you got to go out. out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, so inside of the just, word, inside of the word payment, the word if you take if you take the 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 suffix off of the word payment, you're left with the word pay me. Uh huh. <laughs> you know <laughs> they setting you up on some pay me's. You got all these pay me's going out going at your all these payments. There's all these pay me's that's going at your wallet each month. 
And like you said, you have to be intentional and you have to. So I think the bottom line, like you were saying, is, is diversify yourself. Right. And, and, and to everybody that looks different, you know, diversification looks different to any investor. I tell you that diversification is different. It's, it's going to look different for everybody. There's no set in stone way to diversify yourself. To some people, that means I got to I got to work a nine to five on top of my church gig or church you know, I don't like saying church gig. That's just a, such right. a common thing. But right. I, I got to work. I got to work a nine to five on top, top of what I make at church, you know, uh, right. and in order to continue. So now I'm going to live off of my, my nine to five and I'm going to save my money every week. That five hundred dollars I'm making a week is going in the bank because I'm yeah. living off my nine to five. Uh, uh, and then for some people, it's starting a business on the side. It's teaching lessons. It's, it's um, you know, producing tracks or uh, it, it can be a myriad of things. Or like you said, did, you know, establishing other business ventures outside of, of the music realm. Sometimes it's looking outside of that and getting into different things and creating passive income. And I, th I think that's a passion of mine for musicians, man, because that, that's what I, I had to learn that the hard way. I struggled um for a long time uh trying to make it as a make it in music um you know from my from my early adult years on up to the last maybe six seven years of my life is when it finally kind of started clicking and i started seeing the trend on how i could i could really uh really diversify and create other streams of income to where now i could sit you know, I can sit and do a podcast with Terrence Ruffin, you know, and I ain't working no nine to five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it, yeah. took, it took it took time and years to get here, and, and like you said, diversify and create multiple streams of income to where I don't have to get up in the morning and work a nine to five. Thanks for checking out the podcast today. I hope this information helped you and blessed you, uh, gave you some insight and some inspiration to continue along your journey. Uh, we're going to pick up this conversation again next week and dig a little deeper uh, down in there uh, because it was a really long conversation and I don't want to cut any of it. I want to I want you guys to be able to sit and listen to it in its full context, but I didn't want for this episode to be super long. So uh, what you guys can do is hit the subscribe button, uh, share this with some people, some other up and coming producers, maybe even yourself. Share it with your friends. Share this podcast. I love doing this. I love presenting this information to you guys. Uh, we'll check you guys on the next one next week uh, and we're out. Holla at your boy. It's your boy, John Mike. John Mike.